Welcome to Alex Anderson's Quilt Connection, dedicated to educate, inspire, and grow today's quilting community. Hi everyone, I'm Alex Anderson. It's so much fun to have been in the quilting industry for so many years, I mean over 25 years in my case, and to see how products have changed. Take for example fabric. When I look at some of my earlier quilts, I have to laugh because the fabric well, simply just awful. It was brown and muddy and little itty bitty calicos. Ugh. And I think of how, you know, fabric has matured and developed and it's just wonderful what we have to work with today. Well, in a sense, it's the same thing with threads. When I think of the thread I used 25 years ago, well, I don't even want to think about what I was using 25 years ago. But I would say in the last 10 to 12 years, thread has come a long way, baby. And frankly, it can be a little confusing because there are so many different types of threads, so many different weights of threads, and so many different threads with different fiber contents. I mean, what to use for what? So in having to produce some books, I realized how ignorant I was on the subject matter, and I started looking into it. And I grew fascinated by the subject matter of thread, and before I knew it, I had stepped into a candy store. Well, recently, I had the opportunity to talk to a couple who is very well respected in the quilting industry, and they helped shed some light on thread. Take a listen. You are going to be so glad that you downloaded this show today because with me, I have Bob and Heather Purcell. Now, you might know who that is, but if you don't, I'll bet you've heard of Superior Threads. And really, Heather, you're known as Mother Superior, right? I am. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm the priest. <laughs> you're the priest. You're Father Superior. And I'm so glad you've taken out time to share with us today. Now, how did you get started in this business, Bob? We get asked that quite a bit. And it goes back. We've been living in Hawaii and moved to Utah. And Heather took her first quilt class in Hawaii and kind of got hooked, like so many women do. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone like that. And by the time we <laughs> went to Utah, she took another class and another class. And before I know it, she was stashing in every nook and cranny of our house. And one day, she was talking to a, uh, a person at the thread store. and quilt store. At the quilt store. The quilt store. Mm-hmm. And realized that a lot of the, the quality of thread comes out of Japan. And before Hawaii, we had lived in Japan for eight years. So you, you're fluent in Japanese. We both are. And our kids. Uh, really? Our we can talk about other people in front of them in Japanese. Well, let's not do that today, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I was teaching Japanese at the college and doing a few other things. And Heather was getting hooked on quilting and found out that that's where the quality thread comes from is in Japan. Mm-hmm. So we did some research and made a trip over to Japan. And I met with three manufacturers on that first trip. And from then on, it's just taken off. Well, how long has it been about in total? Uh, real heavy, we got going about 2001 is when we really started seriously 
working it. Well, I've seen your lecture and in different venues, and I want to say, friends, if you're ever at a venue where you can see Bob's lecture on threads, it's it's an absolute must-do. I've seen it a couple times. In fact, I took my dad, and he loved it. We have fun doing that. Yeah, well, you, there's so much to know about threads. Would it be fair to say that in the last, say, 10, 15 years, threads have come a long way, baby? Even shorter than that. How long about? I would say in about since... Uh, I'd say five or six years. Really? Up until five or six years ago, it was the standard, boring, every store carries the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it has exploded in the last five or six years. And that puts a smile on your face. Yes, it does. (laughs) Well, how are you different? I mean, what is going on in the thread world for someone, say, who might not know so much about it? It starts with the type of thread we're going to create. Because everything we have is created for us. For example, our King Tut or our new masterpiece. I like that thread. <laughs> the masterpiece by Alex Anderson. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Keep we them honest. A, we put a big order in to Egypt. They put a ton of this raw cotton fabric, or not fabric, but raw material on a boat. They ship it to Japan. Our factory then has to decide how are they going to process this, what size is the thread going to be, really technical to the point how tight of a twist are we going to put on the thread and we specify all this and that's what makes us different because we don't scrimp or cut any corners on any of the of the uh, manufacturing process how did you learn this stuff bob pretty much by trial and error and testing mm-hmm. heather is the one that determines the color and the, the fiber type is it cotton is it polyester what are we going to go with what size are we going to do and then which colors are we going to offer okay well speaking of colors i know in masterpiece there's 50 colors and it's candy store. It is a candy store. How do you decide with the polyesters, with the cottons, the quilting, King Tut, you know, hand quilting? How do you, how can you make a decision? Well, one thing I have to look at trends. There's some colors that are in right now and some colors that are not in right now. So I have to sort of keep a palette of what is current and then later on I'll revamp because sales will fall off on the colors that aren't current anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I will replace them with then more current colors. Now, how long does it take when you put it in order, so to speak, before you see it in your hands? Six months. Heather has this huge, huge closet full of 1,300 spools of color sample thread. Uh-huh. 1,300. Any color you could imagine. And then she'll just start picking and choosing and line them side by side on the table and say, ah, oh, this doesn't look good. And she'll substitute a little different shade of purple instead of that shade of purple. To me, they're the same. <laughs> In fact, I'll tell you a good story that Heather reminds me of quite often. The first color combination she made for one of our earliest threads was a, a variegated beige on beige. Mm-hmm. From a light to a medium to a little more medium. That's your King Tut, isn't it? Quilting it's King thread? Tut, yeah. the Sands of Time. And mm-hmm. we had it in another line also. And I said, Heather, that's an ugly color. Who is ever going to buy that? I did. <laughs> well, we sell double of that right. color than any other, and I'm reminded of that quite often. No, you wouldn't do that. So, uh, mother I Superior. No. <laughs> I don't worry I mean, about wives never, never remind their husbands <laughs> of anything, right? Well, speaking of color, do you pay attention to color forecasting then? Yes. Uh, color for- forecasting um, trends within color uh, fabric companies. Mm-hmm. Um, clothing trends. Um. Well, let me explain to everyone and see if what I'm talking about is what you're talking about. There are color gods out there. And I do not know who the color gods, gods are. are. Yeah. And I don't 
I don't pay attention to Oh, that. you don't pay attention to that because there are people where you can subscribe to these newspapers that they put out and they tell you what to look forward to in the next couple of years. So you're not doing that. You're just watching what's current. Yes. All right. Now, Bob, you said something that um, I don't know if it's a dirty word or not, but it's polyester. In the quilting world, everybody's heard the myth that I can't use polyester in my quilt because it will tear the fabric. We hear it often, and that's part of our seminar where we do a hands-on demo to prove that that's false. Mm -hmm. It is nothing other than a myth. It's perfectly fine to use poly. Cotton is fine. Metallics are fine. In many cases, poly is going to be a little stronger and hold up more, but it will not tear through the fabric. We buy good fabric. We don't want to put cheap thread on there, but worrying that polyester is bad for the quilt or will tear the fabric is... Nothing to worry about. Well, let me ask you this. Would it matter the quality of the polyester a thread or not even? Are you going to go that broad? Polyester really has the most narrow range of quality differences. Cotton, there's a huge range of good and bad. Polyester is narrow as long as you don't buy the budget discount $1.99 jumbo cone from the discount store. Right, in the bin, in the bin. (laughs) And also as important as that is you don't want to buy the budget fabric. Well, that's true. I mean, a lot of time goes into making quilts or, or whatever you're making, and, and it will fall apart on you. People will spend a lot of money and time choosing the fabric, and a lot of times they will scrimp or save a couple bucks on thread thinking it will be mm-hmm. okay. But the thread selection is as important as the fabric. Go ahead, I, think, I think that's where we've made a biggest difference in the thread world is the fact that we've introduced people to polyester. And our polyesters are not what Grandma had. And not where our mother had ten for a dollar. Our polyesters now are soft, they're supple, they're um, long-lasting, they're non-abrasive, um, they're brilliantly colored, Well, and they, you can do anything with polyester. I, um, when I hand applique, I was sold on silk, and I know you don't carry silk. Right. So I tried uh, Libby Lehman's, what's bottom it? Line. Bottom line. line for applique, and it hid as beautifully as silk. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, it hid beautifully. And it didn't um, unthread the needle so much either. You know how like, silk like slides out and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Have you considered going into other fibers or are we not going to go there? We've looked at silk many times, mm-hmm. but we keep coming back and said, it, it, there's no advantage to silk. Mm-hmm. The bottom line is 120th the cost, stronger, less lint, easier to use, doesn't knot up. So we keep backing away from silk. Uh, poly and cotton are right now our favorites. Mm-hmm. Rayon we have avoided because it's not color fast. Really? Most people don't know that. Well, like what happens? Even if you don't bleach, of course you're not going to wash your quilt and bleach usually, but just from having a non-color fast thread in the fabric, just through contact, it will rub off and bleed into, it can bleed into the fabric. I did not know that. That's why we avoid rayons. Okay. But rayons also lose their color quickly. What if about you've cotton? Got it embroidered, uh, cotton does not. Okay. But rayon, if you've ever bought a t-shirt that had embroidery and you washed it and washed it, the luster goes away very quickly and the colors fade. And that's why. Just rayon is just that sort of a thread. Oh, interesting. Now, can you believe you know this much about thread, Heather? No. <laughs> no. In fact, that is something that's really surprised the most out of us. Because we knew nothing, we had to learn everything. Mm-hmm. And so... Because we've come from a base where we knew nothing, we've learned how to pass that knowledge on to other people. Well, and Bob, you do that very well, too. I love doing that. I would rather go on the road and teach, teach, teach seminars every day. 
Well, you could. I could. Maybe I will. That's that's what I would love to do. Now, let's talk about Thread Basics, meaning um, I just got finished writing a book. I can't really say what it is about at this point, but we were on the phone with you. Okay, what does 50 weight, 40 weight, 60 weight mean? This will be confusing, but okay. I think I'll try to make it real simple. Ignore all those numbers. Oh. <laughs> Here's why. <laughs> Thread really comes from a number system. You've seen the 50 slash 2 and the 50 slash 3, meaning 2-play mm -hmm. or 3-play. What happened was that's the true way. It's a number system, and that's the true system to categorize thread. One company years ago brought it over from Japan that had the true 50 slash 2. Of course, they called it 50-weight thread. Another company brought it over a thread that was 50 slash 3, 3-ply, three mm -hmm. meaning one extra ply, 50% heavier than the 50 slash 2. What do they call it? 50-weight thread. Because it's a number 50 slash 2 or a number 50 slash 3, they both call them 50 weights. That's why if I go to a store and buy two or three brands, 50 weight, 50 weight, 50 weight, and look at them, they're all different. That's why we're so confused. Mm -hmm. Then we try to compare that a poly 50 weight should be equivalent to a cotton 50 weight, but the different fibers. That's confusing. So what we tell people now is ignore the numbers, use your hands, use your eyes. If you want your thread to blend, choose fine. If you want your thread to show, choose medium to heavy, and you'll never make a mistake. Well, I'd like to say, too, that what I've learned in knowing you and is that there's not a thread that's good for everything. Would you agree with that? I do. Yeah, like people will buy one ruler and think that it will, you know, slice the bread and vacuum the floor and all that good stuff, but that's not true, and it's the same thing with threads. Back in great-grandma's time, that's how it was. Mm -hmm. No more. Well, that's the difference, that thread is now a design element of a quilt. Before, it was just in the ditch quilting so that people couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. The biggest difference is that now we want to add color in a certain place, we add it with thread. We may not add it with fabric anymore. We still have the open spaces, but now we do designs with threads. And as people machine quilt, the biggest difference, too, is now people are machine quilting was before it was hand quilting. Mm -hmm. Now we put a lot more thread in a space that before it would take you years to be able to hand quilt all that. But with your machine, it's very quick and easy to put that much thread in a space. And I would like to say Masterpiece, it's a two-ply long, extra long staple Egyptian cotton. That's right. right. With my name on it. Uh, <laughs> it is wonderful. what is that wonderful thread that we have? Masterpiece by Alex Anderson. <laughs> oh, that's right. But it's just not because it's the extra long staple Egyptian cotton. It's the highest processing technology available. Oh, really? It is. Yes. Explain to everyone that. You get the fibers, and it's just not the fibers only. You have to determine, we're going to put a twist on this thread. Let's talk about poly for a minute. We've sure. all heard of a three-ply or a two-ply polyester. Two plies of polyester aren't just two, two strands twisted together. Each of those strands have micro strands. And our top-of-the-line poly has 48 micro strands in each strand. So you have a 48 micro strands twisted into one ply, and then another 48 strand micro strands twisted in another, and then another 48. So our three-ply poly is actually three strands of 48, 48, 48. Cotton isn't quite like that because it's a spun fiber, mm -hmm. but it does matter how many twists you put on the major per meter. In fact, really interesting, when you import anything in this country, you have to know how many twists per meter are applied because that determines our import duty costs on thread. Oh, you're kidding. They want to know, is this a 200 twist per meter or a 500 twist per meter? Our, uh, and on cotton, one of our threads will go up to 1,000 twists per meter. And what that does, it makes it a much finer 
feeling thread because mm-hmm. it's a tighter twist and there's not going to be as much lint. It's all twisted much finer and it's the best, it's just the highest technology that we can get done in Japan. Well, you know, and the lint thing, that is a big deal. I mean, it keeps your machine cleaner and also, I will say with um, several of your threads, you put it on your bobbin and there's nothing worse than your bobbin running out, but it just goes forever and ever and ever because there's, you can get so much thread on it. And that's because it's really smooth and there's no, what they call slubs. Mm-hmm. If you get a slub wound into it, that's going to take up a lot of fluff. And the fluffier the thread, the less you get on a bobbin. I was going to say, that's the advantage of me being a quilter in the industry, in the thread industry. Because all the things I hate, I hate running out of thread. Oh, Saturday it. night <laughs> when all the stores are closed. And I had Saturday night and Sunday to sew. And I, have, I don't have the thread. So everything I make is on bigger spools so that you don't have to buy tons and tons of small spools. You have enough that you will never run out Saturday night. Oh, I thought it was you married the guy who has the thread company. Oh, well, that's... No. <laughs> I do get sent to the warehouse on Saturday night. <laughs> that's true. When I run out of something, Bob, could you go get number now, such and such? Something I learned from you, Heather, that I think is incredibly valuable. Sometimes when you have a thread on the top half of your machine... It um, breaks or this or that, and I learned that not that a machine doesn't come with the tension that never has to be fixed. Explain that. Okay. <clears throat> that's also a big thing that's changed since our mother's time. With threads come different thicknesses. With different, different thicknesses and different feel to them, like soft or stiffer or... Um, more silk-like, more slippery, comes, your machine does not know what thread you're going to put on Mm -hmm. it. So you have to tell your machine what thread you're putting on it by changing the tensions of it so that it will run properly. If I am sewing and I decide to put a thick thread on, and I'm putting a thick thread on because I want to be able to see my stitching better, I want to see the color better, I want to see the quilting to stand out more, mm-hmm. then if I just put it on my machine that was set for a regular sewing weight, it's going to cause problems. It's not going to flow through the tension discs right. It's, it's going to not th- flow through the eye of the needle correctly. It's just not going, to, and it's going to pick up the bobbin thread differently. Mm-hmm. So I need to tell the machine that I am putting on a thick thread by adjusting the tension changing the needle, and making sure my bobbin tension is, go- is appropriate for that thicker thread. Do you just like play with the top tension then until it's right, like put it at zero and then move it forward? Um, that is an ideal way, but most tensions don't have to be moved very much. Okay. People have this idea in their mind that they'd have to drop it so low or make it so tight that their tension just will never be the same. It's not true. If it can if it can turn to the right, it can turn to the left. <laughs> there is nothing you can do that's going to break that tension. And that is where we've had our hands slapped by our moms. Don't touch that I tension. I know, I know. So many times that we have this fear. Um, just as a by the way, I just was talking to a machine manufacturer who was telling a customer, well, you have your bobbin tension, and then if you want to play with other threads, you buy another case so that you can just play with that case, but then you can always put the other one in that's factory preset. Mm -hmm. 
and I, I kind of differed with opinion on that because you're telling people that it's still wrong to touch your bra intention. You can have a case that you can play with, but the real case you cannot touch. So again, it's the same system. Slapping your hands at a yes. yeah. So why not? Why do you have to buy a second case? If it can go to the right, it can go back to the left. Well, I, I have to tell everyone, too, that I've called you on the phone. And you, you have walked me over the phone on the horrors of touching the bobbin case tension. And did you survive? We lived. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that amazing? What goes up can go down and all that. It's and no big deal. now are you liberated? I am liberated. Thank and you. And now you're not afraid. If something's a little weird, you get a little... Your screwdriver out, and it's just like 10 minutes to the right or 10 minutes to the left. And that's why people are worried that that this $6,000 machine they just bought is going to be irreplaceably damaged if you because <laughs> you changed the tension. Here's how I learned about that. It was a slow day. My leisure reading was an owner's manual for one of Heather's machines. Mm -hmm. And right there it said, this machine is factory preset to sew with a 60-weight polyester sewing thread. And I realized Heather doesn't use 68 for most of her sewing. She's embroidering, she's quilting, and we don't use 68. And that's where I realized the machines are manufactured for sewing. No matter how much we pay for a machine, it's a sewing machine. Quilting is secondary, embroidery is secondary to the machine companies, not to the user. And we have to go in and adjust that tension setting to accommodate the heavier threads because they are factory preset for a very fine, tough sewing thread. Polyester, that's what I heard once. Yes. That's polyester. It's sewing. So when they do the sewing machines, I think they're thinking clothing construction. Mm -hmm. And it's made to sew a 60-weight, very strong polyester thread. Well, certainly you two are thinking about threads in the quilt world. And, you know, when people leave your booth and they've got their bag, it is better than a box of Godiva chocolates when they walk by. Oh! I'm even passing them in the halls and I go... Wow, look at that thread. Oh, it's my thread. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, how much are you hitting the shows so that people, they can, if they're a local quilt shop, of course, if their local quilt shop doesn't have your thread, they could certainly call you. We do prefer to support local quilt shops. Right. The story that I hear over and over is, you're the new kids on the block. I don't have any room for your brand. I have brand XYZ out there, and they don't listen to a sales. I'm a salesperson if I talk to them right when they hear from the customer over and over the, and the customer says i will buy this product if you would stock it that's when the calls come to us from the store owners right that's what we prefer and the other thing that people say behind your back you need to know this stuff bob is that um your website is awesome and you send out is it a monthly newsletter we this you have a monthly email yep. newsletter and it's very educationally based i have fun writing that that's and i hear you're a pretty good joke teller good jokes <laughs> Our key is to educate the world on everything about thread, whether it's the fiber type, how many twists go into it, mm -hmm. how we select the color, what's good for certain projects. We love researching and teaching the world on that. And your website is, Heather? SuperiorThreads.com. And that's with an S. SuperiorThreads.com. Well, I'll tell you what I'll do, too, is I will put a link from my site onto your site. Great. Are you pretty good at answering email? Always. He is addicted to answering email. Love my, I love my stuff. <laughs> that's the first thing he does and the last thing he does. You know, that's kind of a crazy thing because I'm the same way. It's just this instant communication from all over the world. We were at a show once. We checked into a hotel. They had dial-up. It wasn't working. I said, Heather, we're checking out. <laughs> 
had already put everything in the drawers. <laughs> everything moved. I had to read. Did you really? For real? He moved. <laughs> he moved because the dial-up was not satisfactory. I hear you. I hear you. Well, I want to thank you so much, and it is a joy to be associated with you. And I have to say that um, you have big names in the industry that you are working with. Would you like to say who some of your thread people are? Alex Anderson. Well, no, come on. John Flynn. John, John Flynn, Flynn has a line. Libby Lehman. Ricky Timms. Sue Nichols. Carol Breyer Fowler says there's a next coming out in October of 06. And Hollis Shadling. Hollis Shadling and Charlotte War Anderson. I don't want to miss anybody. Is yeah. That's it. Sorry if we've uh, missed any. We like you. Sue Nichols. I did. Yeah. Oh, Sue. Ooh. Sue I, Nichols. She's, mm. So, anyways, um, as all I can say is just keep it up because this is fabulous. We are having fun. Yes. And we thank you. We thank everybody out there. We don't do any advertising. All of our advertising is really through our website and through shows and through people who talk for us. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate that. Well, we're talking about you guys. Yeah. I appreciate that. And we love the quilting industry. You know, I have to say that um, throughout the years I've been asked, what do you like best about quilting? And, of course, it has changed. I mean, honestly, yes. it has changed. And now the answer is the people. Yeah. It, it, they're the best. They're just the best. They're happy. It's upbeat. It is. And, and you know, we all look different. We all have different ways we approach things. But I've never, honestly, in almost the 30 years, I've never met a quilter that I didn't like or couldn't relate to on some level. Right. You know? I agree. We, we like this industry, and that's what keeps us. Sometimes we're on the road a little too much. Mm-hmm. But we don't know which group of people that we are not going to meet. We don't want to choose because each place that we go to has wonderful quilters. Right. And they're all different as far as their works and stuff. Exactly. And again, friends, listening to this, if you're going to um, a symposium, look for Bob's lecture, uh, Bob Purcell. And also, you do local quilt shops, too, periodically, don't you? Absolutely do not miss it. Quilt shops and and guilds. And And guilds. guilds. Oh, Great. Is your contact information on the website also? It's on the web. Or just okay. email us. Well, Bob, Heather, thank you so much. Thank, thank you, Alex. you very much, Alex. I know you're busy and you got lots of stuff to do today. <laughs> I know. And thank you so much for listening. And until we meet and we do get around, happy stitching with superior threads. For more quilting information and inspiration, please visit us at alexandersonquilts.com.